Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today Yes, our next guest is an expert on something we all do all the time, but you could be doing it wrong. In fact, you probably are. Patrick <laughs> M- <laughs> Patrick McKeown is one of the world's experts on breathing, and he's in studio with us now. How are you, Patrick? Great. Thanks very much, Dermot. Oxygenadvantage.com is the place where people can find you. Um, I know you have an app. You've got the Oxygen Advantage business. Um, but, okay, tell us, why are we breathing wrong? Well, it's not everybody, of course, but mm. we develop poor habits and it can be related to stress it can be genetics um, you know I think there was a lack of observation or a lack of awareness of the importance of functional breathing over the years between 25 to 50% of studied children persistently breathe through an open mouth and research shows that that can affect even brain development mm. and in adults it's very understudied but about 50% of adults sleep with their mouth open so I suppose We've even lost the basics of it. What does the human nose do? What the mouth doesn't do? But Patrick, doesn't like? Don't we just breathe? All of us just breathe. We because do. We wouldn't be here if we didn't. It's one of those automatic systems that we don't have to think about, and so aren't we all fine? Yeah, of course. But we don't have to think about the food that we eat. But we do think about the food that we eat. We think about the quantity of food we eat. We think about the quality of food we eat. Breathing is, you could argue, is even more important than food. Oh, I'd agree it's more important. There's no question about that. But I do think there's a there's an active choice and I'm going out and I'm going to pick this food and prepare it and then consume it. Whereas while I'm doing all of those things, I've been subconsciously or unconsciously breathing the whole time because I, otherwise I'll just fall down. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But this is where we can have an active choice on breathing. And okay. we can downregulate, upregulate, open the nose. We can close the nose if we want to. We can open up the blood circulation, we can close it, we can increase oxygen delivery, we can reduce it. Okay, so explain those benefits then, because like, for someone who's listening now who's going, hang on a second, am I, am I one of the people doing it wrong? So, Well, I'll give you an example. I always had cold hands and cold feet, mm. which is very common with people. And uh, about 25 years ago, I started really slowing down my breathing and breathing minimal air for a period of time. And my blood circulation improved and the temperature of my fingers increased. By breathing less. By breathing less air. Right. And this was the strange thing because it flies in the face of what we're normally being taught. And I'm not saying to breathe less air all of the time. Mm. But many of us do have a habit of over-breathing, especially with chronic stress, if we're talking continuously. Like, we have to realise that the more air we breathe, the less oxygen that actually gets delivered throughout the body. Because people don't think that. You think, well, if I take big gulps of air and I'm breathing a lot, then of course I'm going to be getting more oxygen into the system. It's not the case? Yeah, well, we do bring more oxygen into the lungs and that oxygen transfers from the lungs into the blood. It's picked up by a protein in the blood haemoglobin. But haemoglobin releases it in the presence of carbon dioxide. Now, if we are breathing too hard and too fast... We get rid of too much carbon dioxide from the blood through the lungs. And as a result, the red blood cells hold on to oxygen. And we don't want to be breathing in oxygen for that oxygen to do a round trip around the body and for us to exhale it out again. So how can we tap into our breathing to get the red blood cells to actually release this oxygen? And this was discovered back in 1904. This is a normal physiological law that's in any, any medical textbook 
that includes a section on respiration. It's called the Bohr effect, B-O-H-R. Okay. And yet, very few people know well, about it. What are the benefits of nasal breathing then? Because a lot of us, um, you know, probably just unconsciously breathe a bit more through our mouth than we need to. Why should we be breathing through our nose as much as we can? What well, are the I, benefits? I think any of the listeners here, any of them who are waking up with a dry mouth in the morning are likely to make up, wake up more tired. Any child or adult going into the, their dentist and if they have persistent mouth breathing, they're more prone to gum disease, more prone to dental cavities, bad breath. The, the face of the growing child develops in accordance with whether the child is actually breathing through their nose with correct tongue resting posture versus breathing through the mouth. And back in the 1950s, a very well-known ear, nose and throat doctor, Dr. Morris Cottle, he said the human nose has 30 functions in the human body. The mouth has no function when it comes to breathing other than to let air in. And if I was to be crude about it, I would say that the mouth is simply a hole. Mm. It's a hole whereby air comes straight down your, your into the mouth, into the body, into the lungs. Your nose does everything in terms of breathing. And I've just put a list together because I couldn't find Dr. Morris Cottle's list. So I put a list together of 32 functions of the nose that the mouth doesn't do. Okay, so I would think things like filtration because obviously it has hairs and, you know, it, yes. it can take particles that we don't want to go into our lungs. And but what else? Yeah. When you breathe through your nose, there's an increased oxygen uptake in the blood by nearly 10%. Okay. That was known since 1988. When you breathe through your nose during physical exercise, there's increased oxygen delivery to the working muscles. Your recovery is faster. When Less br- doms after the gym. Well, that would be true. Yeah. And also, when you breathe through your nose, you've got a better recruitment of the diaphragm and it activates more of the relaxation response. Like anybody, all you have to do is look down at your chest, take a breath through the mouth, and you will see that mouth breathing is a faster breathing rate and it's activating the upper chest. And that elicits a stress response. Mm. So we can voluntarily change our breathing. So, for example, somebody going into an exam and that child, that student is a little bit stressed going in. Their breathing is a little bit faster, harder, irregular. That stress response is going to impair their academic, their ability to do well in that exam. If that student realized outside the door to take a soft breath in through the nose and a really relaxed and slow, gentle breath out through the nose, the slow and relaxed exhalation stimulates the vagus nerve to elicit the relaxation response and they will be able to downregulate. So there's ways to mm. upregulate. Mm. You hyperventilate, you do long breath holds, we do that too. Or we can downregulate. Why should we be taping our mouths up at night time? Because this is something that freaks Dave in particular out. Because you you sent us in some of your uh, devices for um, for putting over your lips while you're asleep. And I mean, it, you do look quite comical. It well, has to apart be said. from the fact that my wife told me to get out when I walked yeah. into the room with it on, and it's just a touch of maybe you've been kidnapped. Uh, and look to it. But what are the benefits of, t- of mouth taping? Because I know a lot of athletes have started to do this. A lot of very health conscious people have started to do it. Um, wh- what are the benefits? Yeah, we should never wake up in a dry mouth in the morning. Mm. If we have, if we're breathing through an open mouth during sleep. We tend to have a lighter sleep, we're more at risk of snoring, we're more at risk of sleep apnea, and we're more at risk of waking up feeling tired. So if we think about recovery, if we think about concentration, attention span, memory, mood, and it's well documented. Like if you go into PubMed, which is a a database of research articles, and put in oral breathing and sleep, or put in oral breathing and malocclusions, crooked teeth in children, 
you'll see a myriad of different articles. It's not that this doesn't get research, it just doesn't get out there. Mm. No human being should be breathing through their nose during sleep. And this is not new. To their mouth, you mean? Sorry. Yeah. Correct. Thanks for correcting me there. And written back in the 1870s, there was a book written by an American painter called George Caitlin. And he wrote a book called Shut Your Mouth and Save Your Life. And he went and he, he lived with the American Indians because he thought their traditions were dying out. He wanted to document it. And he found and he observed that the Indian mothers, when the babies had their mouths open, the Indian mothers went over to the baby and pressed the lips together to ensure nasal breathing. So, look, we've run out of time, but very quickly then, if someone is listening this morning and they think, okay, I would like the advantages that you're talking about, I would like to improve my life and do whatever, what are the basic three things they can do today that will bring them on this journey, start this journey of oxygen advantage? If you want to improve your blood circulation, sit down, Take a very, very soft, gentle breath in through your nose, almost as if you were hardly breathing, Mm -hmm. and a really relaxed and slow, gentle breath out, to the point of a slight air hunger. And even though you're feeling that you're not getting enough air, there's increased oxygen delivery, but your blood circulation is increasing. Mm -hmm. Number two, start doing your physical exercise with your mouth closed. With your mouth, also running, weightlifting, swimming, well, swimming, you'd have to, especially (laughs) whatever you're doing. Especially light to moderate exercise. There's so many advantages to it. I've become so hyper aware of other people because, you know, from following you on Instagram, I started exercise and run with my mouth closed and it takes a while to to Mm. retrain yourself. Uh, But now when I go to the gym, I'm really aware of other people who are over mouth breathing. There was a guy beside me in the gym in Lahinch there a couple of weeks ago and he was just, he drop the weight and go ah, 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 ah. I'm about to do a Native American mother and one over and pinch his lips together <laughs> probably not a great idea uh, so but you mentioned following Patrick and Ishkov, so how can we find how can people find out more information As I think the best resource at the moment is we have an app which is called Oxygen Advantage it's entirely free mm-hmm. and literally we put 12 months work into it um, it has everything in it daily plans um, it's really tailored it's one of the most detailed apps on breathing on the market okay. no subscription so my goal now is to get an awareness out there about breathing I'm in this field for 21 years and we've still scratched the surface Right. and outside of Ireland we are better known than inside of Ireland so I think the app could be a good gateway for people to start getting an understanding Okay, Oxygen Advantage is the app to go and have a look at Patrick McGowan thank you so much for joining us Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am today